welcome to a toast to rom-coms. Um, I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And we're gonna do a deep dive into, mm, we're gonna do a surface dive <laughs> into... <laughs> we're gonna snorkel, not scuba. <laughs> into, um, a very famous rom-com this week, and I didn't even realize that it would align with Valentine's Day. Yeah. But it does. So it this will does. be released close to Valentine's Day, and our penultimate moment happens on Valentine's Day in the movie, which is... Sleepless in Seattle! Ooh. I thought we were going to say it together. I didn't know, <laughs> so I took a step back. <laughs> And let you go with it. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, classic Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, probably their most well-known rom-com or most acclaimed at that. So. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Let me give you the facts because I really want to have a taste of this drink. Yeah. I, I'll get into why I'm intrigued in just a moment. Okay. Sleepless in Seattle came out in 1993. I was just a little babe. You were. I was pain in my ass. Yep. Oh, I (laughs) thought I would be cute at that age. No, you were. I used to love having you sit on my bed while I cleaned my room. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. That's really cute. Uh, It stars, of course, Tom Hanks. Lovely man. Yes. Meg Ryan. We're okay with her. (laughs) Yeah. Get a better haircut. Not a lot to say. Um, just kidding. I loved her hair in this movie, actually. Uh, Ross Malinger. I'm going to say that that's how it's pronounced. Um, Rita Wilson. Tom. C- oh, I almost said Tom Cruise. You did. Tom Hanks's Bay. Yeah. Victor Garber. And Rosie McDonald. And Bill Pullman. Who was Victoria. She's way down there. Yeah, she's way down there. She, I felt like she had good sc- amount of screen time. Barbara Garrick. Okay. Never heard of her. Right. What about Ross Malinger? Has he been on anything else? No, I looked before. It looked like he did some minor TV stuff, but... Okay. He was a cute kid, though. Cute kid. I, at first glance, I thought he was Sean Astin. But at first, that's, he wasn't. That's funny because at first glance, I thought he was the same kid who was in the Christmas Claus or Santa uh, Claus yeah. or whatever. Yeah. He's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this was directed by Nora Ephron, um, and it was written by Nora Ephron, Jeff Arch, and David S. Ward. Okay, there you have it, folks. So the drink today is called a. Tom's Tiramisu Martini. Okay. And I believe because, you know, sleepless in Seattle, you think coffee because it keeps you up. So the coffee flavors. No, wasn't it? It was Rob Reiner and Tom Hanks in that diner and they were talking about Tom's Tiramisu as a sex move. Damn it. Wasn't that right? Yeah, so I got real confused during that scene. I mean, I don't know. I think it's like a made-up sex move. I could Google it. 
Okay, because I thought they were just... I thought that Tom Hanks' character had legit never heard of tiramisu before. Like the dessert? Yes, and that he was real confused thinking tiramisu was a sex move when really all the girls wanted was like this like avant-garde dessert called tiramisu. Maybe. Maybe I went to a darker place than it intended. Because he would... Yeah, because Tom Hanks definitely thought it was a sex move, but... I don't know. Okay. No, you're right. I completely made that up, and I'm glad you were there too <laughs> to correct me. Um, this drink was um, is posted originally um, from Cinema Sips, friend of the pod, friend of the pod. She always posts cool drinks along with cool movies, so make sure you check that out. Cinema Sips. Cinema Sips. Um, and it is white chocolate Godiva liqueur, Patron XO coffee liqueur, which... Valentine's Day themed again, XO, uh-huh. XO. And vanilla vodka. Uh, my husband made the drinks. I think he, like, squirted chocolate in there, but it just sinks to the bottom. It did. I mean, it's like an... Um, no. That's, I was gonna say, it was like a nice fade, but it's sitting at the bottom. It'll be like a nice snack. <laughs> It's a reward. <laughs> if, the, if this drink is bad, it's the reward at the end. I mean, how can it be bad? So I'm intrigued because Bernard made the recipe as is, but then he like did his own spin on it for mm. this one. <gasps> oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just saw it says swirl chocolate syrup around a martini glass. There you go. That was part of the recipe. So he was just following the recipe. <laughs> And here we are knocking on him <laughs> for shits. <laughs> um, so I don't know what he did to his own, but we'll see. Just in it. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Strong. But good. The coffee flavor aftertaste is very strong. But I like it. It's a nice coffee flavor. It's not like, what weird It was the wiggle, wiggle coffee liqueur. We did not like it. No, it was pretty bad. Um, it, but it's stronger than the Kahlua. Mm-hmm. Which is, which, like you said, is good. I think that it, the bitterness of the coffee taste cuts across the sweetness of the vanilla vodka and the chocolate liqueur well. It was a little sharp at first, like very alcohol heavy, but the aftertaste is very nice. Oh, see, I don't get that very strong alcohol. Really? Mm-hmm. No, I do. I taste the vodka very, very prominent. Prominent vodka taste. So when you take a drink, you sent me that weird story about the guy getting nipples tattooed on his butt, and it looks like a nipple because of the... <laughs> So his butt cheeks look like titties. <laughs> yes. So every time you take a drink and be thinking, nipple. I don't, I don't know why. No, it looks like a nipple. Yeah. Just yep. where my mind goes. Well, let's see what this one tastes like. Okay. Oh, I know what he did. Just a minute. No. <laughs> no. It's not viscous enough. Raspberry. Yeah, he put some of the raspberry creamer in it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one I like better. I don't know if I do like one better because they're such different tastes. I think they're just equally good and different. 
I think the raspberry might be a little too sweet to me. And mm. if you look at it, it looks like the cream all floated to mm. the top. Mm-hmm. So maybe with like a little stir or a spoon. Get your pen in there. You've done it before. Ooh, I don't need no pen. You want to put a bobby pin that's been in your hair? That's worse. My hair is freshly cleaned. I hope there is a flake of dandruff that falls in there. <laughs> See if this tastes better. It looks exactly the same. <laughs> that bobby pin tastes delicious. No, I think it tastes different. Okay. Enjoy my dandruff. <laughs> it does. It, you're right. It's not as sweet. It was sitting at the top. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. You were right. I was wrong. That's, I didn't need an apology. Well, you got one. <laughs> um. So did you see... You don't look at news websites, I don't think. Like WTAE or KDK, like the local sites. I do, because I follow, I follow them on Instagram. Okay. Did you see that Tom Hanks' new movie that's being filmed in Pittsburgh is currently looking for extras? No, I did not. You just have to be available for 12 to 14 hours a day. Shit. You're getting paid 170 A day? Yeah. Even if you don't make it in? I don't know. Well, I think like you would audition and they like call you in. Yeah. You don't just show up. Like yeah. you just send a picture. So I'm just throwing it out there. If you want to be an extra in a Tom Hanks movie, I'm thinking about it because I feel like my big break is just around the corner. I think it is too. I um, I am not trying to brag, but my full-time job does pay me more a day than that. So I'm doing okay, <laughs> and I would prefer to stick with that than go hang out for 12 to 14 hours. If you film for over 12, you do get time and a half. I'm still good. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the bus drama. I thought that's where you were going with this website, news, whatever. Oh, no, but I gotta say... The bus drama, in case you didn't know, this past week, no. Yeah, it's been in the past week. Um, On the day that President Biden visited Pittsburgh, we to talk about infrastructure, Pittsburgh (laughs) had a bus collapse, or a bridge. A bridge collapse. A bridge collapse, and a bus went down with it. Um, Only three people were injured. Oh, I thought ten people were injured. Oh, no, you're right. Ten people were injured, but I want to say three were like serious more serious enough that they had to stay in the hospital no one died right but the pictures were terrifying yeah they really were and then i actually saw the pictures of the crane removing the bus and i thought it was photoshopped that's how unbelievable it looked it's it was insane yeah it, they tied like a big piece of cloth almost like the how wire how you see people getting rescued from the ocean, like by the Coast Guard, that's what it looks like this bus is being picked up with. I just picture Grant getting rescued at the end of Overboard in that harness with his hands. Yes. Like, 
That's what it looks like. Exactly. But on a bus. Mm-hmm. And it was a huge bus. It was one of those buses that were like two put together with one of those stretchy things in the middle. 22 tons. Wild shit. And then it's so strange how now the Roberto Clemente Bridge is closed for the next year. I thought it's been closed off and on. I don't know. But these bridges need to be looked at. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> like, City of Bridges needs some work. <laughs> you might want to do your own investigations before crossing one of them. I just crossed one yesterday. I mean, Twice. I think... What, we have 229 bridges? Something like that. We have a lot of bridges. Yeah. Three rivers, baby. What do you expect? You need bridges. Or to be a really good swimmer. (laughs) Strong. (laughs) And fast. I've swam across the river. Which one? I don't know. Whichever one goes past Southside? Monongahela? (laughs) The creek by Grandma's house. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, it was whenever that strange couple picked us up to go tubing with their kids because we were helping them with a rope swing that was, like, literally off the road in Southside. Okay. Um, that is a strange situation. It was, but I didn't feel any imminent sense of danger. Yeah. Almost lost my swimsuit, but uh, James found my bottoms. Oh, that's good of him. Shit slides right off when you're tubing. <laughs> Were you being pulled? Yeah. Oh, you need a one piece for that shit. Well, wasn't prepared because I didn't know it was going to happen that day. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a very, it's a very interesting memory that I have. Um, I want to get back to the cocktail. Okay. <laughs> I didn't mean it to come out that, that abrasive. Because I want to talk about how similar it is to the last cocktail we did. Yeah, they're both pretty coffee-based. I think I like the other one better. Why? Because it's more like a milkshake. Mm. This one's good, but I think I like the other one better. You know what I want to do? I want to make a Harrison Ford. Oh, that was so good. The one from last week. I can't remember what it was called. Moo Cow Mule. Yes. And then this one. Okay. To see which one's better. I want to say that Harrison Ford's going to win, but I can't remember if that's just because it got me drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Uh, Those were damn good. I can't remember the difference. And heavy. Yeah. We need to do like a blind taste test, though. Mm -hmm. We need to avoid bias. I agree. Blindfold and mark each with, like, a letter. Because we're going to be so biased. We're going to care. We have stakes in this claim. (laughs) You know, we've invested in these liquor companies. (laughs) We have. In the dairy farms who made that heavy whipping cream. (laughs) No cream in this guy, though. I do like that coffee liqueur, though. It has a unique flavor. Mm -hmm. I mean... It's a coffee flavor, but it's like a rich coffee flavor. Yeah. It's almost more espresso mm. than coffee. Mm-hmm. Anyway. What's new? <laughs> <laughs> 
absolutely nothing. Finally finished Only Murders in the Building. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Good twist, eh? The first half of the series, guys, I'm not going to lie, fucking sucked. I disagree. There was one episode that I was really bored. And then it picked back up. I think the first four, if not five, episodes were long and boring. And I say long, fully knowing none of them were over 35 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) But they seemed longer than that. Um... I finished... I've been watching true crime documentaries. Oh, that's different for you. Yeah. So I watched that Billy Milligan one on Netflix about the 24 different personalities. I need to watch that. I find this psychology fascinating. And so I don't know if I'm watching... I am finding the true crime documentaries that have an interesting twist to them. So that one was interesting because the multiple personalities... And just the journey that Doc takes you on with that aspect is very interesting. Then I watched The Jinx because you and Alice talk about it. Oh, what did you think? Tell me everything. I mean, the ending was just shocking. It gave me chills. I mean, I don't think it's a spoiler. I think we can talk about it because the dude is like dead and gone and convicted guilty. But he like he he was like, "What the hell did I do? Killed them all?" Because he didn't realize that his mic was still on. Well, but even before that, he said something like, "That's it. You're caught." Oh yeah. Ooh, I'm getting chills talking about it because it was just so. Yeah, I think it was a classic case of like at one at one point a title of an episode was like poor riddle little rich boy or mm-hmm. something and i'm not going to say he didn't have a traumatic experience in his childhood because he did mm-hmm. but how many people have a traumatic experience in their childhood and then don't go on to murder like people lots yeah. and aren't rich right so i just i almost want to say he wanted to get caught like, he was daring people to catch him. He... Da- I, I, it's hard to say. He was very... Like, the whole way he got caught stealing that sandwich. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, you have almost $38,000 or $37,000 yeah. in the trunk of your car, and you try to steal a sandwich and like getting caught with all these firearms and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the one thing that I couldn't stop thinking throughout that series was, you know, this guy's a killer just by looking in his eyes. He had dead. the coldest, deadest eyes I've ever seen. As <laughs> Quint would say in Jaws, a doll's eyes. <laughs> I didn't do a good Quinn impression, but that's exactly what he said. Dead eyes, a doll's eyes. <laughs> but I did he have Tourette's? Did you notice how sometimes he would stammer and he would have a tick in his face? I do wonder if he had Tourette's. I did. I don't know why I didn't think he had Tourette's, though. I just thought he was a very troubled man. 
Okay. Like it was like a nervous thing or something. I, I just, and then, you know, going outside of his brother's house. So his brother called security and he, and they were like, he called security. He's like, yeah, he's a pussy. No, you kill people. So I think it was valid. Yeah. I just, and I love the theme song. I don't remember. It was that. It was Fresh Blood by Eels. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was really good. Um, James and I have been watching The o- the People versus OJ. Okay. And that's been really interesting because what's been happening is we're like, no, that's wild. That didn't really happen. And then we Google it and I'm like, and it's like, oh, shit, that really did happen. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Just like a lot of different things. Do you remember watching that on TV? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I was at that cusp, like where I don't, because it was like a year after this movie was made. This That was in, in high school. And I remember they actually like put it on TV. So we would watch the verdict wow. while we were in school. Crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I watched that. You need to watch, maybe not. Night Stalkers a lot, but it was a really good documentary. So I'm I'm currently watching the one on Henry Lee Lucas. I didn't care for that one, but le- I, I don't know. Let me know what you think. I'm very into it right now. But again, like, there's that, he's, mi- like, I don't want to spoil it, so you can beep this out if you want, but he's making shit up. Right. Yeah, no, I don't think that's a spoiler. But that's why, I think that's why I didn't like it, but... And just everyone's buying into it. And I get why, because they want to close the cases. Mm -hmm. But it's so obvious he's making it up. And it's so obvious why he's making it up. Like, he just, he wants the attention. He's living well. Like, it's crazy. You don't want to admit it when he said outright he drove to Japan. Hello. Red flag. And he was dead serious. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know. Bernard was even getting into that one, which is weird because you said you didn't care for it, but... Yeah, I I didn't. And it really... Maybe another aspect of it is I was reading um, You Let Me a Suburban Dicks, mm-hmm. and that's a very good book, but it's, again, like, not the police doing the hard work. Mm-hmm. Like a journalist and a stay-at-home mom is doing a hard work, the hard work of investigating this, these murders, and then in this Henry Lee Lucas one, it is the parents of a murdered girl and a journalist doing the investigative work. So it tied in kind of nicely. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'll, I'll let you know what I think of it when I think we're like halfway through. Okay. Um. Yeah, let me know what, what you go into next. I gotta watch that Billy. Is it Milligan? Milligan. Okay, I gotta watch that. That sounds really interesting. Um, but I'm finishing Deadwood right now. We're watching OJ. Uh-huh. Oh, and we're gonna watch Pam and Tommy. Okay. Because it looks pretty wild. What do you think, though, about the whole, they didn't ask, Pam, like the real Pam and Tommy for consent. And Pamela Anderson is actually not a fan that they shot this because she just wants to put it behind her and now it's in her face. 
Like, what do you think about that? Do you think anything of it? Well, now that you've brought it to my attention, I feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. But I don't know. I'm sorry. I saw it on BuzzFeed, so I figured you did, too. I didn't. I missed it. Okay. I've been watching, like, the celeb footage from, like, behind the scenes and stuff, but I didn't really know anything about Pam and Tommy, like, what they feel about it. Because I would have thought they would have been on the sidelines giving their accounts. Right. But I guess that's not true. And it's a very different situation than how... Um, the Gucci lady, that Lady Gaga mm. portrayed, like, who was an actual murderer, is real offended that Gaga didn't go talk to her. Like, mm-hmm. Anderson and Lee were just wronged. I don't remember. Is Did Seth Rogen help write this? Because, I don't know. Because I know he's in it. Okay. But I don't know if he was a writer, if he was a producer, because I could see him just not giving a fuck. No. So, I'm not saying that that's right. Right. But. I don't know. I don't know. I'll let, I'll keep you posted. Okay. Yeah. Sorry to bum you out with that. No, I mean, I'm still going to watch it and probably still enjoy it, hopefully. I don't know, because they're, they were so in the limelight regardless Mm -hmm. that like can you even really say how dare you make this about me with getting without talking to me i don't know i so before this was made i was unaware of the circumstances as to how the tape got released i was too and now that i realize how how the tape was released mm, it kind of makes it a little more of a sketchy situation Mm mm-hmm a little more exploitive, I guess. Yes. Yes. So. Speaking of exploitive, let's talk about Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> Who's being exploited in this movie? Us. For having to watch it. Okay, so I didn't really care for it. I d- it was so long. It was okay. Whenever you we were talking about something, you were like, it was so long. Oh, the only murders in the building, like those first episodes being so long. This was only an hour and 45 minutes. And I kept pausing it being like, they still haven't met yet. They still haven't met yet. This is a bunch of nothing. And guess what, people? They never meet until the very, very end. Two fucking minutes of screen time. Yeah. Which is going to make this go really fast. So I'm glad we had 30 minutes of filler about good TV. <laughs> I just so and even Bernard had toyed around doing the pod doing the podcast because he really liked this movie. We hadn't watched it for so long that now he's kind of like didn't stand the test of time to him. There were moments that I enjoyed. Oh, for sure. But there's just no payoff. Did I feel like my life has been enriched by this movie? No. Do I feel a sense of joy, wonderment, thoughtfulness from watching this movie? No. Do I enjoy a few of Tom Hanks's quips 
Yes. Is that enough to watch this ever again? Yes. No. No. Absolutely not. Did I find Meg Ryan less annoying than other movies? Yes. Yes. I did. Loved her long hair. So did I. Yeah. I thought it was really pretty. I thought she looked great in this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was less neurotic in this movie than we've seen in When Harry Met Sally and Kate and Leopold. And I thought... That it was a good look for her. She's neurotic and you've got mail. So, sorry to disappoint, but you got that coming for you. <laughs> Maria's giving me a thumb, double thumbs up right double now. Double thumbs up. So, do you want to start off with unbelievability? Or, are you, do you yeah, want... Yeah, we can start off with unbelievability. Okay. Let me find one, because I didn't think a lot of this was unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable. I would agree. I found a couple things unbelievable in the beginning. Oh. Just, like, little teeny tiny things, such as Meg Ryan and Bill Pullman not driving around together, even though they were going to the exact same places. Yes, good point. They went to her family, then they were going to his family, and then she was going back home. I think it's, maybe this was the time, but I thought it was weird that they, he, they'd never met each other's family. Yes. I don't think that's the time. They didn't even know that she was engaged. She had told her mom, but her mom didn't tell her dad and nobody else knew. They'd, like you said, they'd never met before. I thought it was strange. Yes. My first unbelievability doesn't come until Tom Hanks brings out his roll-up map on his kitchen wall. I know it's ridiculous, but I loved that so much. It's great. It was so funny. But who the hell has that? His disdain for the educational system throughout the movie was hilarious. He's a catch in this movie. But I have to ask the question. Are map skills obsolete? Is geography obsolete because it's so easy to look up on Google, whatever internet phone? No. I still think you should have an awareness of what countries have what, or, oh my god, what continents are where, which countries are in each continent. I think it is not obsolete, and you should know that. To avoid sounding like a dipshit. Okay. I agree with you. And I am very proud of myself that I think I could name all 50 states. Mm-hmm. And I could name at least 20 to 30 European countries. And I could name at least 20 African countries and at least seven South American countries. How many Australian countries, though? One. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) What is Papua New Guinea, though? What does that fall under? Is that that New Zealand? I thought it was a U.S. territory. Huh. The U.S. territories confuse me. Don't really understand that. It feels very colonial times. Mm, It sure does. 
I'm going to double check myself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. It says a country in Oceania. Never heard of Oceania before. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Fuck. I'm blowing um, my spot here. But isn't it by, like, Australia? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Because I know, like, our grandfather was, like, stationed over right. there. Back in the day. Okay. So it used to be a U.S. territory. But now it's the independent state of Papua New Guinea. Hmm, and that good for ha- them. That happened in 1975, so... Good for them. Yeah. Way to get out from under the the clutches of oh, us. no. No. We gotta get off of this because I'm just... I think I'm just strong. All <laughs> <laughs> together! <laughs> I think I'm just strong! So geography's not obsolete because not everything on the internet is true. <laughs> yes! It's really hard reading and talking about this. They're just partners, guys. Who's partners? The United States and Papua New Guinea. We have a close friendship. Nice. Do you think we have best friend necklaces? I don't think so, do you but think, maybe it's in the works. Do you think one president has a necklace with half of a heart and the other oh. one has the other half of the heart and they that have the crinkles fantastic. in the middle? I loved those. Did you ever have one of them? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's fantastic. With, like, three friends, each of who I told was my best friend. <laughs> well, you can have more than one best friend. Nine years old, you know, I was just too popular for my own good. That's right. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. What's your next possibility? <laughs> um... How likely did you think that Tom Hanks would stay on the phone that entire duration with Dr. Marsha? So, I didn't think it was that unbelievable. Because I think he was somebody who secretly did want to talk about it. And I think she knew how to ask the right questions. Mm -hmm. And the kid was into it. Mm -hmm. So, I didn't find that weird. I was wondering. I didn't find it weird that he was talking to her while the kid was awake. But then they talked so long that Jonah fell asleep. And I was like, would he really still be on the phone right now? But that's why I just wanted to get your opinion. It wasn't so much an unbelievability as it was a, I don't know. Okay. Um... I don't know if this is unbelievable. Okay. But I've never seen somebody, like, trade in a drink for another drink. Did you see that? Whenever Tom Hanks went on that date with Victoria, he had a tiny beer. Yeah. There were a lot of tiny beers in this movie, and they all bothered me. <laughs> Just drink a full-size beer. <laughs> but the waiter came over to take his order, and he gave him the tiny beer and asked for absolute on the rocks. It was bizarre. I agree. Finish your drink and then get another one. Like, what? You next. I was 
So Jonah was eight. Did you think it was unbelievable how often Tom Hanks left him alone? Yes. It was like, this would not be okay nowadays. I think I was a home alone for myself. Home alone by myself for the first time whenever I was 10 and I was freaked the fuck out. <laughs> like, he's home alone all the time. Yeah. So that that was a big one for me. And then he's surprised that he, like, caught... Okay, whatever. We're not there yet. Yeah. We're not there yet. I did think it was unbelievable that Meg Ryan flew to Seattle. Oh, that whole thing. So weird. Absolutely. Spying. You know what? I mean, she becomes a straight-up stalker. hmm Yeah, typing in all that shit in the computer. Typing it up, hiring a private investigator, asking for pictures. Um... The only thing that was surprising about that was that she didn't see him directly when she got off the plane when she got there. Yes. I thought that was... Unbelievable. Yes. Because she's there to see him. You would think she would Mm -hmm. recognize him. Mm -hmm. Was it me? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Generally just unbelievable that you fall for a guy on a radio talk show. But... Like, all of these women did. How many letters did he get? Like, thousands? Yes. So, maybe... I mean, I don't know how sane the people are who are listening <laughs> to these talk radios. I don't even know how many of them exist anymore. I think Delilah's still on. I fucking hate I knew it was coming. That was my first note. Whenever this radio show, this Marsha Feldstone, whatever, all I said was this show reminds me of Delilah and I hate Delilah. It's the reason I don't ever, ever, ever listen to 99.7 Wish. Why do you hate Delilah so bad? I think she's a huge bitch. Really? No, I just (laughs) hate her voice. I think she's fake, and I hate the people that call into her because I don't want to hear their sob stories. Okay, there you have it, folks. Do you hate Delilah? Delilah. I I have no personal feelings about Delilah one way or the other. I didn't realize that she was still on until recently. Really? Yeah. Hi, folks. If you got a friend out there that you haven't talked to in a while, you gotta count your blessings. We all have hope. Blah, blah, blah. She's so stupid. She doesn't know you. You don't have hope. No. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with your... With your... With your hope. <laughs> with your hope. Oh, And my you're gosh. helping people... No one wants that here. (laughs) Her stupid soothing voice that doesn't soothe me. (laughs) She has like that real quiet. I know. I know. I could go on and on. Apparently. You have a real thing about this lady. It's like (coughs) how I feel about Law and Order. Like... Anytime I listen to the radio and it's on and I wish there was other music, it's like Law and Order's always on like USA or TNT when I want something else to be on. So it's like I have a thing against it. And I refuse. 
I've never watched a Law and Order in my fucking life. Because it's angering. So anything on her trip to Seattle I thought was unbelievable. Yes. Um, she actually went to his house. She got his address. She got his phone number. She And she just missed him. He just went off on a boat when she knocked on the door. Found and him. then she followed the fucking boat. How erratic must have her driving been? As she's watching the boat? Mm-hmm. I thought that the entire time. Mm-hmm. Watch the road. Excuse me. I hope you don't hear that. I hope you do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then... The whole saying hi debacle, that was unbelievable to me. Yeah. You see him hugging this lady. So you're going to get almost hit by two cars. One being a semi. Doesn't move. Just deer and headlights. Deer and headlights. This is my fate. And then he comes back and stares at her too. And she still doesn't say anything. This is, you flew across the country to see this dude. You're not going to say anything. This is your once in a lifetime opportunity and you're fucking blowing it. And that's what happened. It could have been so much more. Yeah. Could it have? That's all I got for unbelievability. Mm. Oh no, I disagree. I, I Okay, go on. The kid flying by himself. So unbelievable. Okay. Also, dad's reaction to kid flying off to Baltimore by himself. He fly, he goes to the mm. friend's house and then gets on a plane. Mm. It's the same. Like, you're not going to call the Seattle police and ask them to call the New York police so the New York police can go to the top of the Empire State Building and get your fucking eight-year-old kid who's just hanging there all by himself all day, took a taxi cab by himself. They're just winging it. New York's a dangerous place if you don't know what you're doing. Not for Jonah. That eight-year-old has it fucking figured out. He's got street smarts. <laughs> he does. Those little backpacking teddy bear. <laughs> So I thought that was unbelievable. Along with the fact that no one on top of the Empire State Building noticed a little kid hanging out by himself all day. Just asking every random woman, are you Annie? (laughs) No one noticed. I would have gotten a security guard so fast and been like, this kid's all by himself here. Where's your dad? That would be my first question. Where's your dad? Where's your mom? Mm -hmm. Who are you here with? Okay. Yeah. How many people are going to be pissed that we're shitting on this movie? I don't give a shit. This is how we feel. (laughs) I did. I'm just, this isn't unbelievable. This has nothing to do with our criteria here. I liked all of the references to An Affair to Remember. I did as well. And the end was the Affair to Remember music. So, it turned into, like, a gender thing. And they were like, oh, it's the woman movie. And I was like, my dad loves that I know, movie. I was thinking about that, too. I was like, dad loves this movie. <laughs> yeah. But 
Rita Wilson d- describing an affair to remember and crying, and then Victor Garber and Tom Hanks describing the Dirty Dozen and then crying. I thought that was so funny. Also, the fact that that was improvised. Oh, I love that. Which makes it even better. All I said whenever I saw Victor Garber was like, hey, it's the bad guy from Legally Blonde. Young. <laughs> I was like, isn't this guy always a dick? Yeah. What's he doing being a good guy? <laughs> How was he an alias? Was he a dick in Alias? I don't, I never watched Alias. I didn't know if you did. I didn't either. So I wanted to watch Alias because I really liked... Varner? Michael Varn... Varner. Is it Varner? I don't know. It starts with a V. Varden. Michael Varden. Great. Okay, and then I found out him and Jennifer Garner were together and I got mad and I never watched it. Classic. <laughs> because, you, you know... You didn't have a chance. <laughs> he, she as, stole him. As a 17-year-old in Kentucky. It's okay. I felt the same way about Jim Carrey whenever I was like eight. <coughs> He's already married, and I hated who he was married to. That's right. Because <laughs> without them, we would have been so close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would have had the man of your dreams. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I liked the, like, so... Are we ready to move on to obstacles? Yes. Pretty clear cut. I mean, they, they don't, don't know each other. <laughs> they don't even know they exist. Well, no, no, no. Tom Hanks knows <coughs> Annie Reed exists based on the kid. Oh, going back to unbelievability one last time. You don't think she would have known that a kid wrote that letter when she knows there's a fucking kid in the picture? And she's like, this man can't write. Okay. Get real. Exactly. And she wrote a pretty shitty letter herself, if I we can be honest. I think you're real neat. I think you're real neat. And it, what's weird about that is she ends up being, like, really good with the kid when she actually meets mm-hmm. him. But then she couldn't figure out that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Good point. Okay. Awesome. So they didn't know each other, and they live on opposite sides of the country. Yep. All right. Moving on. Second drink? Sure. So, did you go with the regular drink or are you doing the raspberry? Just uh, Reg. Regular. I agree. I think the raspberry is a little too sweet for this late mm-hmm. at night. I'm going to get some heartburn from all the sugar. We did have some delish pastries as well. Uh-huh. So worth it. I worked out, so I would have extra calories. <laughs> I had all of the intentions of working out, but it didn't happen. It's a little bit of a house emergency. When your water line to your refrigerator is spewing for God knows how long before you found it. it and uh, spewing is no exaggeration. It's not. It was shockingly loud because of all the water. We, I had to empty like a, like a car washing bucket twice. (laughs) Like that's how much water. And in my head, I'm like, wow, this is such a waste of water. (laughs) And, and it just sucks because you didn't know. No. Nope. 
So we found out because our ice machine stopped making ice and my husband went to look at it. And while he was looking at it, I went to be on the treadmill, which is in the basement. And I just heard water rushing down the ceiling. (laughs) Oh my God. Onto our furnace. That's awful. It's like, please stop what you're doing. Don't get, yeah. Yep. Fun times. (sighs) Okay. So I had every intention of walking on the treadmill today. However, the Lord had other plans (laughs) for you. (laughs) Um, Do you know what I did not care for in this movie? I would love to know. I didn't like seeing Bill Pullman. Be a goober. Yes. Bill Pullman should not be a goober. He saves people who are being eaten by crocodiles (laughs) and whisks women off their feet Absolutely. And he solves crime. And he's the the US president. He's rugged. Even as the fucking US president, he is rugged. Not in this movie. He's a allergies, Ugh. dumb jokes, bad impressions. Fucking Bill Pullman. What were you doing in this movie? You know who would have been great in this part? Greg fucking Kinnear. <laughs> With his dyed feathered hair. <laughs> he is a goober. He would have fit right in. <laughs> um, yeah, it really was like a kick in the pants seeing Bill Pullman such a loser. I wonder if this was his first movie. I'm looking it up. Okay. You don't even have to. All right, cool. I'm not doing a very good job. Wow, look at this picture. A Bill Pullman. Look at that beard. That's him in the center. Oh, no, that's him in Independence Day Resurgence. That's how he looks like in the center. That's that show that you didn't get into, but I love. Yeah. What a great look. He's been in 99 things. Way to go, Bill Pullman. I like the beard. I love, like, men can pull off gray so well. Yeah. All right, I'm looking, going all the way back down here. Oh, nope. His first appearance was in the TV show Cagney and Lacey. Oh. But he was in Ruthless People in 1986. I've never seen it, but I have heard of it. And then he was in Spaceballs. Nice. What year was Spaceballs? 1987. Okay, okay. So he'd actually been in quite a few things before this movie. I'm not going to say a lot of good things. Do you think Spaceballs was his breakout role? Absolutely. Okay. Have you ever seen Malice? No, but I've heard about it. You should. It's very good. Who's the the other people in it? Alec Baldwin and Nicole Kidman. Sounds so familiar. It's, I love that movie. I don't know why. It might be a guilty pleasure. You'd have to watch. Tell me how bad it is in real <laughs> life. To, so I would know. Marie, <coughs> I love Con Air and Face Off. I am not one to judge guilty pleasures. And also, I've been like, man, you know what? I could watch Broken Arrow. Oh, such a good movie. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> dun, dun. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> No, could that be considered a rom-com? 
Because there is Rom and Common. Are you talking about the football player, Howie, What's-His-Face, and John Travolta? <laughs> that bromance? Yeah. It is a good bromance. It is a good bromance. Oh, man. John Travolta is doing a fantastic job in the People versus OJ. You hate oh. him so much. Who is he? He's Bob Shapiro. Okay. Um... I didn't, it's not like this is new. It's just that it's on Netflix. Like, it's from 2016. I didn't even realize he was in that, though. Yeah. there's. It's a really big cast. Nathan Lane is in it. Um, who else was in it where I was like, whoa, you're in it. Oh, Courtney Vance is a big guy in it. Does OJ play himself? No, that's Cuba Gooding Jr., can you imagine if he did, though? How awkward would that be? So awkward. He, I still think his Twitter videos are just fascinating because he's so obsessed with fantasy football and he always, like, posts about it. I have, so I've watched a couple things of his and they're enjoyable, but I just have a hard mm-hmm. time watching them, so I don't mm-hmm. because I can't reconcile the fact that this man... Mm-hmm. Got away with murder. Hey, Twitter world. And not just murder. Like, he did other weird stuff. Yeah. So, I think that was the reason why he was arrested, was there was, like, that big weird thing that happened where he wanted somebody's football card of him back or something weird like that. And he, like, held people hostage I want to say, like, robbing a bank? I don't... There's something weird. Like, he definitely not... Murder than double murder. Yeah. So. And he just loves to golf and talk about football. Okay, so the robbery is the same thing that you were talking about. The memorabilia. Okay. He said that it was stolen from him, so he was going to steal it back. Did he take somebody hostage? Mm. I might be... Let's go from did O.J. Simpson rob a bank to did O.J. Simpson hold hostages? (laughs) It's not funny. Um... I can find nothing about hostages. Okay, I just made that up then. Okay. So, now we're going to chemistry. Is there, like, you get two minutes of it. I know. Like... And obviously it's great because they've been in so many movies together. I guess the chemistry is supposed to be built up, like, through... (sighs) Seeing him with someone who's wrong with him because Victoria was wrong for him. And then having the woman who's perfect for him out in the wings. That's how I I looked at it. But probably the real chemistry of the movie happens between him and his son. Yes, and those were my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah, I think... I think they did a good job with that, like, showing, like, a true son-father relationship with them yelling at each other. 
but also having fun and playing. I like their... Um, why did... They were talking about sex. Because Jonah was like, are you going to have sex with her? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, how do you know about this? And he was like, oh, Jed's got cable. Yeah. Like, that was really funny. I also liked his chemistry with Rob Reiner, but I think it's hard to not have chemistry with Rob Reiner. And I don't think there was enough of it. Like, it yeah. happened sporadically, but we needed more Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner's impression of Cary Grant. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. I loved I loved that part. Um, how did you feel about Rosie O'Donnell together with Meg Ryan? I liked her. I thought Meg Ryan kind of shit on her a little bit. How so? Like, I don't know. I feel like it was kind of a one-sided friendship. Mmm. I could see that. My, so, not that she shit on her. It's just it was all about Meg Ryan. It's like, Rosie O'Donnell obviously had man trouble. They didn't really talk about it ever. Mm-hmm. She used it as an excuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, When you watch, and a fair to remember, do you ever, like, did you cry? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I Those old movies make me cry more than new movies. Okay. You? I'm thinking no, based on your reaction. No, I guess I'm just dead inside. Probably. <laughs> What was the last thing that made me cry? Oh, I cried yesterday, but I don't want to tell it. Well, it it was about Deadwood. Okay. Somebody died. I I was feeling emotional over that Instagram video you sent about like the column for $5 call someone and they wouldn't took them and say you love it. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't cry. So, okay. Chemistry I liked their meeting at the end and the hand-holding. Because it's a throwback to the wife. Yes. Which, can we talk briefly about how depressing that whole thing was? You know, nothing like having a rom-com open with death. Classic. I know. And the death of a parent, like, it just... It was almost like a Disney movie. Someone important had to die. He's emotionally torn up about it for the first half of the movie. His kids emotionally Iraq. So, yep. I get that it had to happen for the movie to happen, but I still wasn't happy about it. Yeah. Alright. Moving on. Gotta love a dead parent trope. I guess. <laughs> I guess. They're popular enough. Um... Anything you want to add to chemistry? I just... I, I don't. I, there's nothing... There's nothing. You have, like, this whole thing that's built up. They don't even kiss, do they? Mm-mm. They just hold hands. They hold hands. Yeah. That's really it. Okay. You? I feel like there should be more to say. But how funny would it have been if, like, they just missed each other on the elevators and that was the end of the movie? I thought that's what was going to happen. Like, I knew that they meet at the end, yeah. but I I don't know. It would have been really funny. How <laughs> bad for the people who worked here. They're like, lady, we just want to fucking go home. And then that one guy's like, 
Yeah, fair to remember, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, But I just... You wait the entire movie for them to meet. You get two minutes. And it is a very good two minutes, but that doesn't make up for the other hour and 43. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Of everyone being traumatized by Tom Hanks' first wife dying... And then um, Bill Pullman getting fucked over. I love that engagement ring, by the way. I'm so glad. I liked it a lot, too. I love that vintage look. Yes. Apparently, there's a similar one you can get from Tiffany's for almost $5,000. That sounds right. I also didn't think it was bad. No, I agree. Maybe it's not a very, like... Good diamond. I tried to find it, but I couldn't, and so I don't know if it's a really old fact or not. Mm. Um, but there was no fanfare in that in giving the ring. That did bother me. Like, and he she, gave it to her in a store, but it was his mom. So I get that he had it resized, and that's why it was in a bag. But, like, he didn't open it for her. He didn't get down on one knee. He made her do all the work. Mm-hmm. That did bother me. Bill Pullman, you know better. And it also, her reaction, like, I would have picked this out for myself exactly, but it's, like, upsetting to her because it's not surprising. Not the feeling you want to have when you get engaged. Nope. You want want fanfare. You want fanfare. Absolutely. You want the surprise. You want something. Iconic moment? Or do they stay together? Or, okay, moment they fell in love, I guess it's that magic moment that they talk about. At the end, when they hold each other's hand, they're instantly in love. It happens. We just touched hands. But I hate her more than ever. (laughs) Um, I, I mean, it's just, it's like you said, Allison, it's a magical moment. It's bullshit. This magic moment. And then do they stay together? Who knows? You have to say yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, you would think that the odds of them staying together are good because he's she's good with his kid. And the kid the kid's in it, too. Listen, if they don't stay together, that means she dumped a perfectly good guy for a failed fantasy. How do you think it goes in the bedroom with Bill Pullman and all of his allergies? Do you think he has, like, condom allergies? Do you think he's allergic to latex? Absolutely. (laughs) So, what, they have to do lambskin, right? Yeah. Or the sponge. I don't know. I don't know if people have allergies to that or to, like, a diaphragm. lube. Maybe she blew off her diaphragm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hygienic. I love putting dusty things in my vagina. I I didn't mean for that to come out. It was like you realized as you started, you're like, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna finish it. (laughs) That's great. Uh, Iconic moment. I at top of the the I was gonna say the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Top of the Empire State Building has yes. to be. But a close second for me 
And it's because I really like the the chemistry between Tom Hanks and the kid is them sitting on the bench together talking on the separate phones. I liked that a lot. But I agree. It's whenever she's on her knees and like he's behind her and Yeah. Or one of those. I know what you I know what you mean. See, my backup would have been her and Rosie O'Donnell crying over an affair to remember and like mm. mouthing the words because that's what this all comes back to. It did make me want to watch an affair to remember, but it's so long. It's really long. And that's why I don't rewatch North by Northwest because it's so long. It's so good, but so long. See, Bernard loves old movies now and HBO Max, you get like Turner classic mm-hmm. movies. And he's like, I was going to suggest an old movie. I'm like, they're all so long. But they're fantastic. But like the time, but, and that's the thing too, is I'll just sit and binge like three to four hours of TV, but like, I don't want to watch a two hour movie. I get it. Yeah. We need instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Hundo P. What? I said Hundo P. Oh. 100%. Okay. <laughs> um, final thoughts? I have a bunch. Okay. I have three. All right. Give me one. I really did not care for the men bringing up the odds of women marrying over 40 are higher or are higher than being attacked by a terrorist or lower than being attacked by a terrorist. Oh, that's a strange thing to say. It was really weird. I think it was supposed to be a gag throughout the movie, but it fell flat. Maybe it's because we've had significant terrorist attacks since this movie was made. Yeah, I think that could be part of it. I hated Jonah's friend, Jessica, and my kid would never see her again. I mean, seriously, she helped him fly to New York City and didn't alert anybody. Jessica, you're bad. You're bad, you're bad. You know what? Uh... I thought that sunflower seeds were a terrible plain snack. That was what Meg Ryan was eating on the way to Seattle. (laughs) Where do you put the shells? I agree. Bad snack. Impractical. I would be so pissed if that person was next to me. Like spitting their seeds in their hand or whatever. Mm -hmm. Nope. Um... I also, as well as the ring, I liked the wedding dress. Me too. Yeah. Very classy. Yes. Um, And I also want to go into the fact that, did you see how Bill Pullman sneezed over everyone's food? (laughs) He sneezed everywhere. It's that pre-pandemic that was still gross. (laughs) So disgusting. Do people still wear slips? I don't think so. Just curious. I've seen people on Instagram, like, kind of dressing them up so they can wear them as dresses, but... That's big right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can I ask you a question? I'd love it if you did. Was their house a houseboat? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Couldn't figure it out. That was my one of my first notes was, how do we feel about a houseboat? 
Okay. Because it looked very nice. But they couldn't ever sail on it, it seemed. I don't know how that works. I thought, yeah, I don't know either. Because there was definitely, like, you had to step over water onto the porch. Yeah. And then they had, like, a mailbox. Like, it was, like, a community mailbox thing. But it was also, like, another dock and then a literal house on top of it. So it was very confusing. Oh, I didn't think it was a dock. Oh. I thought the dock led to the house. Okay. But I'm not... Hey, you know, I'm asking you this question. I couldn't tell. Okay. I went back and forth. I was like, oh, there's a porthole in the hallway. Yeah, no, I just thought it was okay. a boat. All right, cool. Because I actually, I follow like a bunch of house for sale things on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And a recent one was a houseboat that was very cool. And it was styled very much like this. Okay. So it does look like a house. I just don't know how well it sails. Yeah. Right. Give me another one of yours. Why is the word hoe being thrown around so much in this? I didn't even realize that that would have been in existence at this time, but apparently so. The kids said it. Meg Ryan said it. Mm-hmm. Rosie O'Donnell said it. Hated it. They loved the word. Um, I didn't think anyone in this movie would do well with online dating. There was a lot of anxiety about meeting people you don't know. Actually, that's a lie. I thought everyone in this movie would be bad with it except for Tom Hanks. I thought he'd be great for Tinder. He wants to see the person. He wants to have an easy out. He doesn't necessarily want to get to know the person. Good call. Yep. Yep. Great for Tinder. And I also thought this was maybe the worst soundtrack since Working Girl. Oh, Like, what the fuck was up with some of these songs? So bad. Um, the orchestra on New Year's Eve was playing Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, like, what is that? Is that a celebratory song? Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get those peepers? So fucking weird. And then that one song when she was getting out of bed in the middle, like, she couldn't sleep. McGrain couldn't sleep, and it was like... And then when it comes to the small hours of the dawn. <laughs> I don't even remember that. What is this? All bad. Yeah. One more Jonah and Sam interaction. Okay. That I died at was Jonah trying to convince him to see Annie Reed. And Sam's like, didn't you see Fatal Attraction? And Jonah yells, you wouldn't let me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's gold. Let me see here. I think I have two more. Okay. Give me another one. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, All the coincidences. So I think that ties in with one of my... Um, final thoughts, which was the coincidence versus destiny. I think that's a central question to this movie. Mm, That's a hard question that I don't even, I can't even begin. No, I don't know either, but I think like that's what this was. Rom-com coincidence versus destiny. Right. And we do talk about it. Mm -hmm. So 
I think this one leans towards its destiny mm-hmm. for sure. Yes. Because there were so many mm-hmm. coincidences. How they saw each other several times. Tom Hanks was like, I felt like I knew her. Mm-hmm. He was looking for her. Then they found each other and were staring. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, some... Oh, do you want to go? You can go. I just have facts left. Oh, okay. Then my last one is how terribly fake the Empire State Building looked with that stupid heart on it. I know. It was terrible. I couldn't stop laughing at it. It was so hokey looking. Um, so facts on this... Um, I mentioned a couple already, like the impro- the Dirty Dozen mm-hmm. improvisation and the flower ring. Um, at one point, someone mentions the soup Nazi from Seinfeld in here. I but- picked up on that. Yes, but it was before Seinfeld, obviously. So, you know, based on a real guy, they mentioned him. Um, Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks have been married for five years at this point. Because mm. I had w- been wondering if they were together mm-hmm. yet. Um and time-wise, I could not believe that he was also filming Toy Story. Holy shit. At this time. Because Toy Story to me seems so much more recent what than this What was it, 1995? Toy Story? I want to say so. Yeah. And I know animation takes a long time, but <sighs> yeah, it's crazy to me. Wow. And uh, they pointed out the... Remember, they talk about how the dead wife was able to peel the apple in one mm-hmm. long spiral, and then mm-hmm. Meg Ryan peels an apple in one long spiral to show it was meant to be two. 1995, and Toy Story 4 just came out in 19. Crazy. Absolutely. So that's all I have. Did I want to say one more thing? Probably. No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Are you, <laughs> how many martini glasses are you giving this bitch? Probably like two and a half. Yeah, I think that's fair. There's not enough. It's fine. I won't never watch it again. No. Nor will I recommend it. No. Uh, I think I'm not going to say what I was going to say because what movie do you want to do next? Let's do Joe versus the Volcano next. I've never seen that all the way through. I've never seen any of it. Oh, okay. I know it didn't do very well. And I know Dad hated it. What? That's how I saw it. Is he was watching it on a TV. That doesn't mean he likes it. Oh, God, he's infuriating. That just gave him something to do with TV for that moment in time. Do you know it took me forever to get that man to like Quentin Tarantino? And he would just talk about how much he hated his movies and how stupid they are and blah, blah, blah. And now he's like, oh, I love, uh, I love Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Pulp Fiction. I love this. And I'm like, get the hell out of here. <sighs> I know. Ooh. Yeah, that was a close call. All right. So until next time with Joe versus the volcano, we'll do that. And then we'll do You've Got Mail to finish up the Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks trilogy of rom-coms. Mm-hmm. So. You've Got Mail is a long one. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
I think it's like two hours and some. Uh, wait, let me see. I'll have to split it up into two. I can't do that in one sitting. Because it does become longer before you guys judge. It does become longer when you're taking notes. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes you have to pause like a lot. And then rewind to yep. make sure you get the dialogue correctly. So don't judge us. It's two hours exactly. Let's okay. see how long Joe versus Volcano is. I feel like that should be shorter, but what the hell do I know? It's an hour and 42 minutes. Nice. Almost the same as this one. I forgot to do a summary. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. It is. If you don't know what Silly Plus in Seattle is by now, you're fucked. Or we did a really bad job. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay. Um, please email us at toasttoromcoms at gmail.com with your opinion of Sleepless in Seattle because I feel like ours is quite controversial. Yep. Okay. Um, check out Instagram at toastyromcoms. Twitter is at a toast to romcoms, but it's kind of dead. And our website is toast to rock. Toasttoromcoms.com. That's right. That is not dead. I have all the links to all of our recipes. And I think I'm just... No, Caitlyn Pold hasn't been released yet. No, it has been. No, t- it's tonight. Oh, okay. Tonight at midnight. Because okay. today's Wednesday. Yeah. Why are you... You're making me... Dub- you're making me nervous. Because I feel like I saw it on SoundCloud. Oh, Kate and Leopold has been released. It's someone like you that's getting released. Okay. I was so nervous. Uh, yeah, Kate and Leopold definitely has been released. I thought it was really funny. Okay. Uh, listen to it, even though it's quite lengthy. <laughs> but it was very funny. But I always think we're funny. <laughs> We're hilarious. <sighs> All right. So until the next time, guys. Watch up. Drink up and cheers. cheers.